0: Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself
1: when you can listen to a few Northwest outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with
0: Tom Nelson and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Duckworth Boats, Harbor Marine, Kitsap Marina, Bob's Heating and Air
1: Conditioning, Rain Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, 710, Seattle Sports app. Matt Nelson running the board back there. That's Joey Piber, and I'm Tom Nelson. On the phone, go check out EverettCohoDerby.com. It's the thirtieth, 30th event, man. That is unbelievable. And the guy responsible for all this these days is none other than Dave Miller, chairman of the Everco Derby. Morning, Dave. Give us, a, give us a scene from on the water, man. What's it look like this morning?
2: Well, good morning, guys. Hey, yeah, we're out here just outside of uh, Edmonds. We just started lines on the water a little while ago. Had a couple takedowns already. released uh, a uh, small coho and uh, one of those things called a pink, I believe they call it. <laughs> but uh, it's beautiful out here. Absolutely beautiful out here. Yeah.
1: Well, I tell you what, man. It's been a while since we've seen this many coho in the sound. It has. It. I mean, it's it's been a very surprising year. We we kind of saw the inklings of this in the forecast. We certainly saw it coming with the success out at Nia Bay and and what they've been what they've been doing in in, uh, in CQ and everything. But man, I tell you what, there there is a carpet of coho that leads right out to the ocean right now. Uh, it's been
2: great fishing. You know, I've had the. Pleasure to fish with uh, John Martinez the last couple of weeks and uh and every every time we come out it just gets better and better. You know, we got our six dollars head and home. Uh by quarter to ten yesterday, It was nice.
3: Yeah. What, so, what's Martinez been running out there? Give us some of uh, give give us some of his secrets. The
2: Martinez secrets. He has no secrets. He shares everything. You know. <laughs> He's got to have know, some secrets on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know Martinez is one of these guys that just you know, takes fishing to the next level. He's just so in tune to everything, like a good guy. He's watching the tips of rods. He's watching the depth finder. You know, and seeing what's going on. Um, I think if you just put a rod in that guy 's hand use it like a dividing rod or something like that, and he goes find some fish well so you know martinez
3: can... Martinez treats it like a job you know and and that 's what the best salmon fishermen they 're very serious and they they 're not you know they 're not necessarily out there to have fun they 're out there to do their job and catch salmon and you know I have a couple of those guys in my family who treat it like a job, and um you know yeah it 's all it 's always pretty cool to get on a guy's boat like that and watch how they operate and how they run their boat.
2: Oh, it's funny. It's funny. You always learn something from him. But no, it's all the gear, you know, it's kind of standard gear. We're using those, uh, you know, white, uh, with the, with the skirt and a uh, couple ear And we put a raised bait, uh, herring strip on. And, uh, yeah, you know everything seems to like up, I and mean, we had a nice uh, chinook yesterday on that
1: same setup. So it was nice. yeah, that's that's another thing too. I mean, it's not just coho out there. I mean, there's still chinook coming in. There's a, still a bunch of pinks coming in. So so um, you know we also need to kind of talk about some of the uh, some of the events around the Everett Coho Derby. It is the 30th running, but on the 20th. On Wednesday, September twentieth, from four to six PM, Cannon Downriggers is running their "Get Wired with Cannon" promotion at Everett Bayside Marine, Eleven Eleven Craftsman Way. So, and and Joey and I are going to roll down there and help Woody and and Rich probably spool up a bunch of guys downriggers and stuff because you know you you know yourself, buddy. We uh, you know if we can catch these. Coho, without using downriggers, we try, but boy, to have a good run in downrigger and get, you know, to locate these animals before you can go vertical on them, they're a huge advantage, but guys need to maintain them, and that's, that's what's going to happen at the Get Wired with Cannon promotion.
2: Yeah, that's great. You know, this year is our first year in, kind of what, four years? You know, we kind of set things aside with COVID and what have you, that we had a uh, a coho uh, seminar, and they uh, really excited because next step, next generation down, we have Connor Martinez. Uh, given the seminar, and he's got his buddy Ben uh, Rosenbach of uh, Mixed Metals with him this year. Uh, and so, you know, we usually pack the Bayside showroom. We've got uh, Woody, of course. We'll always have a good raffle. I think he's got a couple cannon canning down some crab pods and a bunch of other things, so it's going to be a good time. It's open to the public. It's free. Come down there and uh, check it out. Get your uh, cannon. in the I'm and learn a little bit about some fishing.
3: Listen, if you've never met Woody, <laughs> it's worth the trip <laughs> yeah. down to meet Woody. Woody he is, is a piece
1: of work. Dude. He is one of the funnest guys to hang out with. I love that guy. I've never seen Woody yeah. without a smile on his face and a smart ass remark in his lips, man. Just okay. a, he's a treasure.
2: Yeah. I'm on the 910 line fishing. I know Woody's up by the shipwreck, and I can hear him laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's about right, dude. That is just about right. All All right. right. So if you want to get involved in the 30th annual Everett Coho Derby, what's at stake? What's the grand prize? And how do we get tickets? Well, you need
2: to go to the website. It has all the information there. Normal, you're kicking out that for... Almost 30 years now, you know. Uh, you can get them there, it's $10,030. We have an extra $30 <laughs> to celebrate the first place fish. Uh, and that goes right down the line. But, you know, what's really cool this year is that uh, uh, because it's the 30th year, we have a special 30th place prize. So uh, adult division and kids division, whoever comes to the 30th place is going to win a heck of a prize, including a pro-light uh, technology rod uh, lures, uh, a fishing trip, uh,
1: all kinds of fun stuff. So it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Head over to dot com. You can also pick up tickets at Harbor Marine, uh, three rivers, Marine, John sporting goods, a whole bunch of locations. Just go to dot com and, uh, and, and they got a really active Facebook page as well. The Derby itself is the 23rd and 24th. So two weeks until the Everett Coho Derby $10,000 event and, uh, just going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to watch this one take place. All right, it's going to be a good one. I, I got now we're going to we're going to put you on, put you on the spot here, Dave Miller, We're putting you on the spot. How big a fish? How big a coho is it going to take to win today's Edmonds event? How big a coho is it going to take to win the Everett event? Give it. Give us a ball. Give us a ball. I'm going to say uh, nine
2: point seven.
1: So so the Edmonds event is a gutted and gilled event. Right? Get it, get it again. Okay. Yep. So that's a so that's a twelve pound hook nose then that's uh, that's in the round. All right. So that's that's for today's event. How about for the Everett event? How big a fish is it gonna take to win that one?
2: Oh, two more two more weeks, uh, you are putting me on the spot. I'm gonna say uh thirteen seven.
1: Yep, that's kind of where we're at too. Mid mid teens. Yeah. Mid teens for sure. Right. Dave Miller, Evercoho dot com, yeah. buddy. Thanks for all you do. Keep in touch and uh good luck out there today, Dave. Yeah, good luck, man. Go get them.
2: Yeah, hey, just if I could make one more quick announcement, just for the guys in Everett. You know, we moved our weigh-in station uh, from the Port of Everett over to Harbor Marine Lawn. Opened up his maintenance shop for us, so don't be caught trying to weigh in fish in the bill location. Check it out, all right? We'll do
1: it. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate all right, guys. it. guys. Yeah, no problem. Take care. All right, time bye soon, bye. man. All right. Coming up next, critically acclaimed award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report presented by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station, 710 Seattle Sports app. The Northwest
3: Outdoor Report is brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning.
1: Your family's comfort has been our family's business for over 50 years. Buoy reopening for Chinook. Lower Columbia Salmon Managers reopen Chinook retention at Buoy 10 as there are plenty of Thule and Snake River Wild Chinook. Impacts available for the Big River up the West Puget Island line. King catches during the ongoing coal fishery are expected to be modest. Daily limits three salmon, but only one chinook and one hatchery coal could be retained. This week's Oregon Washington Compact Fact Sheet states staff will view catch estimates and chinook stock composition as fisheries progress. will determine if additional opportunities exist within the current management guidelines. But for now, it's a unique September salmon opportunity on the lower Columbia
3: River. Dial in your shooting iron safely for hunting season at 100 side-in days at SeattleRifle.org. Snohomish County's premier multidiscipline shooting facility is opening up their excellent rifle range to the public on September 23rd, 24th, 30th, and October 1st from 9.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Trained range safety officers and other club shooting experts will be on duty to assist. Rifles, pistols, shotguns with slugs, and black powder are all welcome. It's only $15 per shooter per day. Exact change is much appreciated. Paper targets are provided, shooting benches available, but you may shoot from standing or prone at 50 and 100 yards. Spotting scopes and volunteer spotters will be on hand to assist. This is absolutely the safest, best way to get your hunting season off to the most accurate start. Hit slash hunter site dash in for more directions and more. That's seattlerifle.org.
1: September is certainly the month of Coho Salmon of today's Ever- Edmonds Coho Derby, the inaugural high-stakes Foothills Toyota Skagit Charity Classic.com September 15th, and then the big one, the 30th annual Everett Coho Derby in the weekend of September 23rd at the Port of Everett. Prior to the Everett event is the free Get Wired for Cannon Downrigger Spooling promotion at 4 p.m. Wednesday the 20th followed by Connor the seminar at Bayside Marine. Come get up to 200 feet of wire expertly wrapped on your rigger while supplies last. We are certainly in the midst of a big run both in, both in size, and, and numbers of the run, WDFW creel checks in all marine areas are boasting significant color catches. The peak of the run is still heading in from the ocean as solid CQ in Port Angeles action indicates. With the shorter days, cooler daytime temps, those Puget Sound silvers will continue to flow right in the bay in good numbers and great size.
3: With Labor Day in the rearview mirror, the summer of 23 will certainly be remembered fondly by coastal anglers. In El Waco, 3,600 anglers reported nearly 240 Chinook and 4,100 Coho for a 1.2 fish per rod. Marine Area 2 Westport tallied 1,750 anglers with 200 Kings and 2,900 Coho for an astounding average of 1.8 fish per rod. In Marine Area 3 La Push, nearly 200 anglers combined for an overall average of 1.6 salmon per angler. Nia Bay and Marine Area 4 checked in with 600 anglers with a few Chinook and 1,000 coho for 1. 1.6 per rod. Coastwide, as of now, we are at 75% of the coho harvest and only 34% of the coho quota. Although the summer crowds are just a memory, ocean seasons are slated to run through September 30th. Hunters requested to
1: report chronic wasting disease. Wildlife officials across the West are working to prevent the spread of CWD or chronic wasting disease in and throughout all the western states. CWD is a fatal illness of cervids, which includes deer, elk, moose, and caribou. If you're harvesting deer or elk this hunting season in eastern Washington, please have it tested for CWD. There are several ways to get it tested. The Washington Chapter Backcountry Hunters and Anglers are encouraging hunters to take advantage of the free testing. BHA helped pay for over 100 multi-season deer tags pending. Final approval, hunters that have animals tested will be entered in a random drawing for the tags. More CWD info can be found at wdfw.wa.gov. Fall marks the start of hunting seasons for deer,
3: elk, waterfowl and upland games in many areas of Washington. To help hunters have a successful hunting season, WDFW has released its annual Hunting Prospects Reports, which provide guidance and hunting information for each district. District wildlife biologists write these popular reports to give an in-depth look at what field conditions should look like this year. These prospects have a lot of useful information that can help new and experienced hunters plan their season and take note that recent surveys indicate this should be another good hunting year. Hunters should pay special attention to the following items for the upcoming season. Changes to forest grout seasons, wildfire impacts, and youth waterfowl hunting dates. Hit WDFW's hunting page for more information. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Bob's Heating and Air Conditioning. Enjoy big savings on all Bryant air conditioners and heat pumps during Bob's preseason AC sale. Call Bob's today. Sale ends first day of summer.
1: A quick reminder, tickets for the Everco Derby available online and, and at all the usual suspects, Rivers Marine, SportCo Outdoor Emporium, Harbor Marine, Bayside, everywhere. Um, and also the, the inaugural Foothills Toyota Ch- Skagit Charity Classic tickets available at Holiday Sports, John Sporting Goods, and LFS Marine as well. As Classic dot com, so uh, go check that out. That actually benefits um, Skagit Valley Hospital, so that's a, yep. that's a and very that's a, worthy uh, event.
3: That's a eight hundred dollar per boat. Entry fee, but you have the opportunity to went up to twenty thousand dollars first prize, second prize ten thousand dollars five thousand yeah. for third that's it's, a that's probably the biggest money uh derby we have in the in, oh, no, in,
1: in the state now no sand. question about it yeah. man. no doubt about it all right well, I tell you what we've been talking to downriggers we're talking mooching, we're talking jigging. How about some feather flicking? How about some fly angling? How about going down to the south Sound with Dave david Dietrich of adventure angling dot com what do you think? Yeah, I went down there with him
3: last night. Him and I, I was out on the deck, and we talked for like an hour. And that guy will get you so fired up, oh, man. man. He is so passionate about fly fishing in that South Sound, and he's always just a great
1: guest. No doubt about it. Where did he jump in next? Buckle your seatbelt. You don't need a cup of coffee after this next segment. <laughs> Dave Dietrich, joining us next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the renaissancemarinegroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. You want to talk fishing? Well, we got the guy for you right here. (laughs) David Dietrich, adventure-angling.com, your South Sound source for some of the most incredible fly angling you're ever going to experience. David.
0: Yo. Morning, buddy. Morning. How's it going, gentlemen?
3: We're doing great, man. What, what's uh, what's going on down there in the South Sound right now?
0: Uh, we, we've we had a lot going on uh, over the past month. We've been hunting down salmon out in the middle. It's been fantastic. Uh, and truly, I mean, I know you guys know, the, the salmon fishing has just been incredible, but it's we've had such blue-ribbon, world-class fly fishing down here. It's unbelievable. I mean, it's... So there's that, and uh, also we're getting ready for the fall cutthroat season to kick off Um, when things kind of go from warm to cold. uh, The cutthroat really start getting super aggressive. This is a fan, September, October, I mean, August has been incredible, but September and October for cuts, guys, is just, it's such a great time to catch big, aggressive fish when they're feeding uh, They're most voraciously in the year. You know let's what I
3: mean? let's obviously we know you're a cutthroat fanatic, but let's let's dial you back to salmon because we still have got a lot yeah. of salmon fishing to be done here uh, that you know through September. Right <laughs> so when you say you're hunting them down out in the middle, explain to us what yeah. you're doing.
0: Yeah, what we're doing is. What I'm doing with my boat, I mean, uh, uh, Joe, you fish be, You know my boat setup. It's a center console. i got a casting deck in the front, a casting deck in the back. And what we're doing is we are setting up in the middle of East Passage in West Seattle, from West Seattle all the way down the way into Marine, Thir- Marine Area 13. Like, I'll just tell you, you know, we're – down in the Nisqually Reach, you know, just off the clay banks and stuff, and down by Anderson Island, out in the middle, mm-hmm. and we can see pods V waking right down the middle. I mean, they're in four or five hundred feet of water, and they're a foot underneath. Yeah. and there's sixty pinks, and they're coming down. They're V waking, so we are finding these fish with their eye with our eyes. Sometimes, you know, they're jumping. I mean, they they they, they jump regularly. Although really guys, we're looking for the fish that are sipping or finning or rolling, just moving happily along. The jumpers and the floppers, sometimes they bite, sometimes they don't. If I can see three or four or five fish come out at one time, we're up on plane. We're drawing up right alongside the fish as they're swimming. And you know, they're probably swimming at three, four knots. You know, they, they have a pretty decent clip. And we're casting the fly in front of well in front of the school as the boat's moving, it swings the fly right in front of the school and they chase the thing down and crush it.
3: See, Tom oh, yeah. and I Tom and I were out yesterday and we <laughs> we noticed that, you know, we have these pods of fish that are that are kind of right off the side of the boat and doing exactly what you're saying. They were they look like trout that are sipping yeah. bugs off the surface, yeah. but what they're doing is at least up here in the north end, they're eating krill. They're they're munching yeah, on those krill, right. and those fish are actively feeding, and and they're just they're just going to be biters.
0: They're yeah, they are. They are biters. And the thing I can like tell my customers is nothing nothing excites salmon like salmon. True. So when we get a hookup, I totally lose all professionalism. <laughs> I
1: drop
2: the I'm grabbing there, my
0: there's rock.
1: There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that, okay, dude. <laughs> You know, you always get excited when you catch fish. Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we
0: do. Dude, yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm giving kisses. I'm hugging people. It's ridiculous over here.
1: Enemies become friends. Friends become enemies. Dogs and cats living (laughs) together. The whole thing, man. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's so much fun. And it's so fun. Um, I don't use any electronics. You know, we're finding fish only, we are hunting with our eyes and our ears. And it's so much more, it's so much more than just seeing fish. Let me give you an example. Sometimes, well, salmon fishing is up to salmon. What I mean is, when they're here, they're wildly aggressive fish. And when they're not here, they're not going to eat anything because they're not here. But learning to differentiate the signs of salmon, like, I'm not using electronics because we're fishing in the first foot of water. I don't care what's underneath the boat. But sometimes we see jumpers, and then there's that half an hour time of there's nothing going on. Except I'm learning that a lot of times there is stuff going on. And what I'm seeing is I see little salmon jumping, jump, 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 jump directionally. And what I've learned is that not all the time, but oftentimes – There's a big school of, there's a school of mature salmon underneath of the jumping salmon that's the babies that's startling them and making them jump out of the water. So when we see small jumping salmon, we motor over there 30, 40, 60 feet ahead of them, cast our flies, let them get down 15, 20 feet and we hook up. And when we do that, that's when we get, that's our most common instance of hooking
1: into coho is any surface disturbance is telling you. Yeah,
0: something. just any surface For
1: sure. Disturbance. Just, yeah. Well, and what, what we know about coho is they will eat
3: anything that is swimming in the water. They're a very oh, yeah. aggressive feeder. Right. So those little salmon they're running for their yeah. lives because yeah. there's oh, a yeah. bunch of coho right. under them.
1: Well, and and we're we're yeah, finding right. we're, exactly. we're finding such a diversity of bait too. I uh, I mean, we're seeing oh we're God. we're seeing everything in the stomachs. From, from anchovies to krill to different you know to, to pink shrimp to herring to even juvenile hake yesterday you know oh. I'll, I'll, along with a you know a, a, in and everything in this soup of krill I, I mean yeah there's there, so much of it and it, and it's wonderful I mean because oh, you know again as, as, as many times as we as we mention it David, these coho are amazing with their growth rates. And and when there's this kind of feed in Puget Sound, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because it's always fascinating when you get a whole bunch of anglers out and they come and they're going to deliver some information today to the, to the Edmonds coho derby, right? And so we're going to find, yeah. you know, some really interesting catch per unit effort data. We're going to find, you know, some interesting size distributions. And then what are, what is going to be the biggest coho? Now we're going to, we're going to take that information and we're going to look at that two weeks down the line. And I'm telling you, it's going to take a coho three or four pounds bigger than, than the one that's going to win the Edmonds event to, to win the Everett event just because of the growth rates of these coho. I think
0: you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. And on the size of the fish and the growth rate, a little a little bit of a backward step. But the pinks this year are big. Yep. And when when I've, when I've cut them open... Their meat is gorgeous. Yeah. And, I, and I, just, I just want to say this. I don't mean to be too much of a geek, but if you're listening and you're not an avid salmon angler and you don't know how to do it and you want to get into it, I cannot encourage you enough to get into the pinks because For they're sure. accessible yep. and they are a uniquely healthy and robust run of wild salmon. Yep. And the best thing that we could do as citizen anglers is get active with the pink fishing to tell our state that we value healthy salmon runs and we value the opportunity to catch salmon in Puget Sound.
1: Yeah, well put. Well Beautiful. put. I, I yeah. Could, I could. I could not agree with you more. I, I think in what we're seeing, you know, as far as participation right now too. You know, I mean, I, I love it when I'm heading to the head to the radio show in the morning, there's a boat heading to the ramp, and there's a boat heading to the ramp, and there's a boat heading to, yeah. the, ramp, boat headed to the ramp. I mean, it's yeah, so right. funny to see, you know, and, and it's wonderful because, you know, everybody makes their, these investments in their boats and their motors and their trailers and their trucks right. and everything like that, and for them to get out and bring home some wonderful, healthy meals, you know, along with enjoying, yeah, you right. know, one of the most beautiful places in Washington, which is Puget Sound, oh, right? so special. Yeah, it, it is.
0: Mean, do you guys realize we have our own sea. Washington has our own seat. We don't even have to share it with any other state. It's
1: (laughs) power. That's crazy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's so awesome yeah, here. The, the the Puget Sound region is 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 a gem. I mean, you're 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 talking about yeah, mountain dude. ranges on both sides of it. So uh, if if the sun's nice. come, sun's coming up in the morning, you're on Puget Sound, you get to see it in the Olympics. The sun's going uh-huh. down on Puget Sound, you get to watch it. Your excuse me, the, yeah. it rises it's over the Cascades language. and yeah. sets, on sets on the on Olympics. Olympics. I, I'm sorry, I got my mountain ranges screwed up there, but <laughs> oh, I, you, I love it, dude. But 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 then okay, so so now. To, to this mix and to all this fish and stuff, we add the challenge of tides and currents in the South Sound. David Dietrich, how do you oh, play yeah. the tides? Because, you know, I love an ebb up in this part of the Sound. And right now, we've got to contend with this flood, you know, basically all morning long because we've got an early morning ebb. Yep. So so how does that flood work into your plan?
0: So the further one boats into Puget Sound, the further south one goes the larger the tidal exchanges become and the more dominant in the life of the critters who live there. So, when I'm when fall comes around and I'm targeting uh cutties and I'm really focused on the tides, um I right now it's a little bit more important for me to, to understand the cooling cycles around the tides and the seasons. Uh, can I talk about this for just a second?
1: Go. You yes. bet.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Like in the summertime, we have a dominant heating cycle in this far in the Northern hemisphere where it's sunny until nine o'clock at night and the sun's high. So, The heating of the day is dominant over the cooling of the night. Now, in fall, we are approaching the time, and as fishermen, you can already tell, fall's here. Oh, for sure. The the air is cool. Fall has already happened.
1: You know with that first breath that you take when you step out the door in the morning. Absolutely.
0: Right. It's like, oh, dang, it's here. Well, we are approaching the time of the year where the cooling of the night becomes more dominant than the warming of the day. And the fish and the animals know that. And the fish in the South Sound who live in these tides, they're ectothermic. They have to have an agreement with their environment about when their body is ready to sleep and when it's ready to eat. So the tides in the fall are generally have good, strong floods in the daytime. So what I will do is... I try to really focus my attention on a good morning to midday flood. I have really found that the fish in the fall, when the cooling cycle is dominant, not always, but often when they can, they like to get their eating done in the morning so that they have the warmth of the afternoon to do a lot of the digestion work so that when the cooling begins at night and You know, as week by week goes, it extracts more and more energy out of the sound. At night, the fish are very dormant. They don't want to eat. They want to sit in inches of water and essentially sleep in safety. So I know this sounds crazy, but if you have time, focus on a good morning flood. Give the fish what they physiologically are looking for. Find good, dark, rocky, clean beaches where the rocks can absorb the warmth of, uh, of the sun. I know this sounds nuts, but it will result in catching fish. If you can get to the beaches that you fish on foot, I know this sounds crazy, but it paid off huge dividends for me. Get your hands on the rocks. You will notice that there are rocks that are hot and there are rocks that are cool and find the warm rocks and be able to identify them with your, your eyes, you will catch fish over rocks that warm in the sun in the cooling cycle of the year, the dominant cooling cycle time, you will find them. So that's really what I'm getting focused on. Not only that, but the cutties they have to eat like, I know we have to eat, but they really need to eat right now because the cooling cycle becomes so dominant that there are whole days and days they can't eat at all. So they're packing on the kilos right now. Yeah, I would I mean, highly yeah. suggest my anglers chuck, or if you're a fly angler or a spin angler, chuck a big dick knight. Chuck a big four-inch fly. <laughs> stick away from the silvers, stick to gold. Give them a yeah, big, yeah, big meal.
1: Yeah, big no doubt. Junkies. Yep. well and and so yeah. it's it's such a wonderful thing to see this abundance in Puget Sound for so many reasons right num- num- yeah, number number and- one we're going to have a profound spawn right we're going to you know hopefully we get yeah, we get yeah. good spawning conditions we're going to get a good rain going to have all cows, these dead salmon and yep. nutrients and they're gonna pouring into the sound fertilize the streams yep. and then and then of course we're gonna get all these humpy eggs are gonna be in the gravel, David, and then come February. Yeah, here we go. It everything. We're we're gonna we're gonna see just all these all these um, pink fry pop and head out end of end of February, first part of March, and then you're gonna be sitting there with little mm-hmm. little fry flies and uh oh, and, yeah. and, and enjoy yourself. Oh you so right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh oh. Right, Don't get me excited right now.
1: All I have right, too buddy. Long to wait. Well, keep in touch, man. I want to, I want to, I, I want you to jump in with us one of these days, and, uh, and and definitely we need to head on down to your neck of the woods. So, thanks for your time this morning, Anytime. David, and uh, thanks for your enthusiasm, pleasure, buddy. Yeah, man. thanks, buddy. Yep.
0: All All right. you guys are the best. Talk All to right. you soon. Right. <laughs> Talk to later, you
1: soon, man. Direction. All right, coming up next, Three Rivers Marine. Really? Where? And it's next here in the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, seven ten, Seattle Sports App. Well, what we got going on really right now is just, I mean. You and I were bending this back and forth. I mean, it's it's it, it probably is fifteen years or longer. Yeah, I was trying
3: to think since back I've last seen coho night.
1: like this. I think it was way back. It's been
3: a long time. It was my uncle Ray had a center console Gregor, <laughs> nineteen footer or twenty footer, and geez, that's got to be almost twenty years ago. Yeah. And and that was some of the best coho fishing I can remember. Where it was just you just went out there and you just caught. Bunches of them. Um, this is some of the by far some
1: of the best coefficient I've seen in a long time. And I tell you what, man, if we can if we can catch good water conditions on top of this and a phenomenal spawn like this, I mean, dude, good yeah. shape for the future. I tell you what, this could very well easily be the new normal, which we could we could certainly use around. Definitely. here. Definitely. Hey, so I want to mention. Uh,
3: so my buddy Chris Cantrell, Bear Country Outdoors. Uh, you can find them on Instagram. And the Sportsman's Alliance have a fundraiser happening uh, September 12th at Skookum Brewery, 17, 17925 59th Ave, Northeast Arlington, Washington. Um, it's, it's a fundraiser to help the Sportsman's Alliance who is suing uh, the commission – and if you were in support of that, and you're a sportsman here in Washington, we'd love to have you come down. I'm going to be there. They got all kinds of cool auction prizes, uh, an African hunt, an Argentine hunt, a uh, couple fishing trips. My buddy Josh Shalon from Lured Away Guide Service is offering a trip uh, f- for Coho on the Skagit, which should be great. So come on down and hang out with us uh, on the 12th. You can you can find. Um, more information about this on Instagram, on the Sportsman Alliance site, and Bear Country Outdoors. It'll be a good time. Just a bunch of like-minded oh, folks sure, coming down man. and, and yeah.
1: raising some money for the Sportsman's Alliance. And, I mean, somebody has to, you know, hold Olympia accountable because really nobody is right now. It's no. such a rudderless mess. So, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm looking on the, the Edmonds Coho Derby site, and I know— um, they usually have some live results, and I know it's. I know I mean, it's it may early. be A little early. It is early, but uh, but though there will be there <laughs> there will definitely be some be some stuff up on up on social media. I'm well, sure. I got
3: guys. I mean, um, it's on fire. Our buddy. There. I mean, just our absolutely. Our buddy Chris Sherwood checking <clears throat> in. He is in Area Nine, on the bar, and the numbers start at six twenty three. We got two in the box. Yeah. Then, a little later we've landed 6 so far. 8 coho now. Best fishing I've ever seen. 10 now. <laughs> yeah. We've doubled up. 13, 15. Yeah. It's
1: 7:48 right now and they've they've landed 15 coho. It's crazy. I yeah, mean, it's just it's, it's wonderful. I mean, but you know, to, so not Every location in Puget Sound, are you going to find this? So I think so. Ooh, Dave just, Miller checking in. Look Dave at Miller, that. That's a that's good one. a good one. Dude. That's a good one. Yeah, no question mm. about it. So you know, the thing of it is, and, and and Dave Dietrich covered this during the last segment pretty well. Look for service disturbance. Find then the first thing first inkling is going to be birds. Right, go find some birds. If you find some birds. And 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 a, and a tide rip, you know, two converging currents. You're going to find coho. Yeah, morning. you are. You are. And and the thing of it is, too, coho aren't as early morning centric as chinook. They're gonna they're gonna bite all day. And and we've had this marine layer that's been pushing in. That's resulted, you know, in in kind of a lower cloud level that burns off a little bit later. And it's just it maintains that 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 lower light level that really plays into your hands but don't be stuck at one water level and you know in you know don't be stuck fishing one part of the water column you need something up on the surface with a light sinker and then maybe run something down on a downrigger 50 60 70 feet. that's where i've been living and chase marks and then you've been living in the dirt
3: and and yeah. doing really well there too yeah. i mean look we caught a we caught a pink At 120 feet, bouncing bottom yesterday, uh, and we and the coho too. Uh, One thing that was pretty cool: the Duckworth guys that we had on the boat yesterday, they don't get a fish that often. So for them to be able to see, I'm like, I was like at 90 feet, (laughs) and there was marks at like 70, and I go, oh, oh, there's like a. You see ten marks, you know that's a school of coho. I just bring it up 20 feet, and I'm like, watch. And wham, it gets bit, you know.
1: And and to see those fish, and then run your gear at or above those that fish's level. That's absolutely key because you can you can fish too deep, and and your mm-hmm. gear is less available to those salmonids if you are below their depth, if you are below their eye height. Yeah, and if you are not getting bit, change
3: depths and move. Move. But if you if you are not getting bit and there is fish around, move up and down through the yeah. throughout the water column. Run your gear down to the bottom. Pop it off, yep. and put it in the rod holder and let it work its way up. That is, I got bit twice yesterday bringing my gear up for sure. And it, and here's the cool thing about coho, they rip it off the downright.
1: They do not like do. chinook, man. And how many times you know I see fish down oh, 50, 60 feet, and I just you know just kicked one off, and you send the send the ball down really really quick, and, and it, boop, pops it pops off. off. I mean, you've already got one, right? You yeah. know that's why so, coho
3: lend themselves to mooching because yes. they love to chase things down, yeah. and you you're letting it down. And it stops. Guess what? He's got it in his mouth. He's got it. He's got it. And then just that slow retrieve and then speed it up.
1: Ah, it's so we, much fun, man. I mean, I mean we, got them, we got them on trolling gear yesterday. We got them on mooching gear yesterday. We got them shotgun we got them, rods. We, you got, got, them we jigs. got them jigging. We got them on and – and again, that is so key. Uh, oh, and then we got a question, too, from the 360. When will the new Puget Pounder rods be, on, be in stores and where? All the usual suspects everywhere you you normally see uh, BOMAC products, okay? So Sportco, Sportco Ador- Outdoor Corium, Harbor Marine – um, and and holiday, holiday sports. sports, holiday sports are all gonna they, have they'll probably be at John's, I the, would guess. And 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 the cool thing about the Puget Pounder rods is like, okay, which one no you No There's one, yeah, <laughs> okay, there's one of them. And and the th- you just you, you need a level wine reel, and the new, um, the new digital line counter level wines are absolutely perfect. That was deadly yesterday because we're marking fish at 70 feet, and here. Put the thing in free spool. Hand it to somebody. Put their thumb on the spool and let the thing drop. Okay, when it gets to seventy, engage it. Okay, pick it up, drop it, pick it up, drop. Bam. You know, and and but especially with newer anglers to be holding onto the rod when one of these salmon, these wonderful wild or hatchery salmon, come and bite your gear. That's that's the name of the game, man. Is 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 to feel that energy, feel that bite, and and then man and and dude, we put two whole coho. On the pellet grill, right? With just, you know, that, that brown sugar Robbo's rub deal. Mm-hmm. Smoked it for an hour, pulled it back off, covered it in foil, put it back on there at 350. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. That, that sand, it, it, these coho are so well fed and so tasty. Just, just, just amazing. This is what I'm doing today. So I took,
3: um, I took one of those coho home yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Um, and you'd fillet them. Yes. You did something very interesting with those, with those So, turns. So it's kind of hard to explain, but you, you cut take your fillet and and, and basically chunk. what you're doing is you're making it you, you go about an inch and a half and you cut down to the skin but not through it. Right. Then you go an inch and a half and you cut through the skin. And then you fold the, the skin in and you have this beautiful little Pseudo steak, steak. Yeah. right? Yeah. And it just – I don't know. It, it cooks because of the, the – it's all even yeah. it thickness and width. It cooks perfectly. And and then what I'm doing is I'm taking one-third soy sauce, one-third olive oil, one-third the soy ve teriyaki with the sesame yes, seeds in yes. it, uh, garlic, ginger, and then a seasoning packet of powdered Italian se- dressing. Pour that in there. Mix it all up. And about, you don't want to leave it in there too long. About an hour before you're going to put on the grill, I brush, brush that, all the little steaks with that. Oh my gosh, Tom. Yeah. It is incredible. It's like a little sweet and a little salty, Mm -hmm. and the garlic and the ginger. That is probably one of my favorite recipes for salmon.
1: There is fresh salmon available for you in Puget Sound. You guys need to go out there and, and, uh, you know, admit, just get out there and experience it. I have goosebumps it's, it's, dude. Oh, dude. Just, it's so just much talking fun. about yeah, and we got it, we get, and we get some donation trips this week. We're gonna we're gonna do and just just really can't wait to do it. Miss any show? Jump on minearthwest.com, Hit theoutdoorline.com. dot uh, Also download that Apple Podcast app. Get that uh, get that picked up too. Uh, give Joey a follow at Joy Pyburn on Instagram at theoutdoorline on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram for Matt Nelson behind the glass. Joy Pyburn. I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station seven ten, and the Seattle Sports app. Go dog.